This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, helping podcasters get their shows off the ground, up and running, and sounding great. Professional podcast production at extremely affordable rates. Do yourself a favor if you're thinking about doing a podcast, but you don't really have a whole lot of time to manage the editing, the posting of the show, and making it sound as good as possible. Uh, go to prettyeasypodcast.com because they'll help you do it at a great rate, and it doesn't matter what your show's about. It could be a sports show, a food show, business. It could be a show about extremely rare birds. Doesn't matter. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com, and they'll help you get your show off the ground, up and running, and sounding great today. Whatever your passion is, Pretty Easy Podcast is ready to help you enjoy it even more. Everybody has a podcast these days, right? Get in on the fun and go to Pretty Easy Podcast dot com today or just email them to get started at pretty easy podcasts at gmail.com pretty easy podcast making podcasting uh well pretty easy this is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of May 26, 2019. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Vince. The invites are rolling out. The players are hyped. And we're ready for a red-hot XFL summer. It's episode 70. And we are without our our, uh, colleague Bryant, who's on his honeymoon. But I can say, after last week's show, which we did right before his wedding, all together... Live from uh, his hotel room, uh, he should show up at one of the summer showcases. Jake, the, the kid has got great feet to be an offensive tackle. I think. Yeah, I mean, if if he was any good at football, he would be a you know, a, no pun intended, a shoe in for Dancing with the Stars. You know, <laughs> season thirty three or whatever they're on now. I mean, to me, he was more of like a, a, you know, like a defensive tackle, like a dancing bear inside there. That's where I'd, I'd plug him in. I mean, the, the dance moves on our, our teammate Bryant uh, as he made his entrance as the groom uh, to his reception. All time, all time dance moves. Uh, what if I told you, though, he actually played linebacker in high school, Jake? Would you be would you be surprised? Uh, no, I mean, I I wouldn't want to see him coming after me, Georgian. He, he looked like LeVon Kirkland when he played. <laughs> he looks like LeVon Kirkland now. <laughs> he was more of a Ryan Shazier type back then. Um, oh, uh, that, now, also, we, we are coming off of a fun week where we had the summer showcases uh, announced and Dates were given, and we have a few more details on those. We're going to talk about players starting to get invites as well. Uh, we'll dig deep into the summer showcases today. We have some interesting news about the XFL uh, gearing up <laughs> and uh, what they're doing to get supplies for the upcoming season. Uh, the last head coach general manager press conference took place this past week. 
with June Jones in Houston. And we have a very special guest on this week, one of our great patrons who uh, is so generous to the show and has given us a lot uh, in terms of support and, and and aid on the Patreon and insight and also a great conversation that we're going to play for you uh, this week. Uh, Keenan, Jake, we talked to him before we started putting the show together. A young, a young up-and-coming football player. Yeah, and this guy, he's got a vested, you know, interest in this league. Uh, you know, not sure if he's going to be watching it from the stands or the television or maybe even the sideline. But, yeah, that's going to come up later on in the program. Yeah, it's cool because he's one of our patrons. And for our, our Patreon, we do have a, a, a special tier where if you give a certain amount to the show on the Patreon, you do get, you know, time on the show to voice your opinion on whatever you want to talk about. And the cool thing about Keenan is he fit right into what our plans are over the coming weeks, because as the summer showcases are coming up, we want to talk to players. And the thing is, Keenan is not only a supporter of the show, but he also is a football player playing some college ball in a uh, Southern California Vince, uh, but not your typical college football player. No, uh, he, he's a, uh, you know, he's he's a little long in the tooth for the college game, I would think, but you know, kind of like a modern day Chris Winkie. <laughs> well, you're going to hear uh, more about Keenan and his story and some stories from other players in the coming weeks, but he'll be the first up today. We're going to play you that interview, and we're going to get into a bunch of stuff. But let's go back to last week real quick, as we always do. The support and uh, the. Uh, interaction on social media is always fun to talk about in uh, especially with the reactions to episodes last week uh, we discussed the XFL summer showcases and the players uh, were shifting you know from the the coaches are all hired they're putting their staffs together the competitive part of the league is now settling in and uh, team building is going on and at Mindfinger hit us up at XFL show is us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook Mindfinger on Twitter reaches out to us guys and says so not sure if this is a sensitive subject but is the XFL going to sign draft players who were a part of the AAF why would he think that's a sensitive subject, Jake? Of course he's they're going to go after AAF players, and they've already invited some AAF players to the summer showcases. Yeah, I mean, there's no shame in that at all. If you're good enough to be in this league, then they're going to go after you, you know, unless – I mean, the only baggage they're really concerned about is uh, legal baggage, I guess, and we still don't know to what degree. But, yeah, I mean, just because this league folded after – I don't know, what was it, seven weeks or something, clearly does not mean that they're off the table. So, yeah, they want – again, it doesn't matter uh, where you come from, who you played for before, but can you still go now? And are you going to be, uh, you know, part of part of this new league? Are you a good player? That's all it comes down to, really. It's yeah, the quality of the about play. It. I mean, it, it's, it is all about the quality of the play. And these guys will get a shot. And if, if they're good enough, they'll be on these ball clubs. Mind figure, we thank you for reaching out. But, man – no need to think it's a sensitive subject. I mean, maybe if there's like hardcore Memphis Express fans who like totally shut down from football at the end of the year, although they probably wanted their season to end 
by then. Uh, maybe like an Orlando Apollos fan might be upset by that mind finger. But uh, no, you're going to see some AAF ballers in this league. And we're going to get into some episodes coming up. I'm, when we start talking about players that get invites, we will analyze it and talk about which players we definitely want to see that we know in terms of name value. We're going to see some AAF names we recognize in these summer showcases. We'll get into that. Um, we're going to have our, our conversation with one of those players looking for an invite to the summer showcase. Uh, and we're going to talk about the summer showcase details that have come out as well. I know Vince is going to be super excited to hear about one aspect of these combines going on, but Hey, Brainiacs, it's long Alan iced and this week I'm all in baby. What do you mean? All in it's, it's double or nothing. Is it? I'm all in double or nothing. Isn't that a thing in Vegas? It depends on who you ask. What if I ask Marv Albert? <laughs> he, he might talk to you about uh, Chris Chirico and Kenneth Omega. <laughs> well, All Elite Wrestling has double or nothing going on Saturday Night Brainiacs, and that means Vin Man and I and all the Brain Busters could be discussing the, the show and reacting to it, although Vin Man already has all of his reactions planned out, so I don't even know why he's going to watch the show. Yeah, why would I watch the show? Because it's professional wrestling. That's what we talk each and every week. On Brainbuster Radio, tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. Brainiacs at the Brainbusters on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Instagram Junior. Vin Man, what are you looking forward to the most this weekend at AEW? I'm most looking forward to whether all the internet nerd fans are actually paying for this. Huh. Well, I can tell you, Brainiacs, I most definitely am going to be watching AEW and talking about <laughs> it this week on Brainbuster Radio. Download and subscribe to the show on any podcast gimmick today. Before we do any of that, it's time to get into some news and tidbits for this week with this week's cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. Give me two. XFL. Oh, man. This is, this is what you got to do when you're a football league. When you're a pro football league, Jake, you got to gear up. You got to have helmets. You got to have pads. You got to have, uh, you know, practice equipment, got to have uh, tackling dummies, etc. So the XFL is apparently, uh, as uh, well, I saw this on Pro Football Talk, uh, is apparently taking some of the old gear that the AAF used, which I wouldn't say is too old, right? They barely used it for a handful of weeks. Not, not, not many miles on it. No, it's like buying a really fancy, fancy used car. Yeah, and also... You know, we know we know now because this article came out that the XFL is buying some used equipment. But when when you, when it rolls out, Jake, you're ne- you're never going to be able to tell the difference. No, you're not going to. I mean, if you can get a good deal on this stuff, you know, I I would make sure that uh, you know double check that any of those uh, lingering remnants of the AAF, you know, they're not going to try to unscrew some screws halfway or you know. <laughs> something like that uh, put some put some rocks in the tackling dummy or anything like that but yeah i mean it's it's out there obviously uh, a league that doesn't exist anymore isn't going to be using it so if it's still if it's safe to work you know uh make a good purchase on it yeah you got why it shouldn't they shouldn't the xfl Again, no, is no, no stigma or, yeah. or shame in this either they're apparently now, they're apparently having a fork out though three hundred seventy five thousand dollars uh, for for this gear, when it should just be given to the league, otherwise it's gonna have to sit in like some warehouse in the middle of nowhere, Vince, with the Ark of the Covenant. It should. I don't understand why this just can't be donated to the league. 
Uh, probably some bad blood there is, is my guess. Well, also, uh, ba- also bankruptcy issues. This yeah, is all yeah. going to pay creditors for the AAF. So the XFL basically is footing the bill for the AAF's bankruptcy with this news. Yeah, and, and this stuff is not cheap. There's no doubt about that. Uh, one thing I will say that I found interesting is, is you know, the purchasing of the helmets and the shoulder pads. Uh, you know, we had talked about uh, on on this very program, and you could go back uh, listening into the archives, I believe that this is the XFL show.com. And you can listen to us talk about helmets and helmet technology, uh, that we had heard, you know, the XFL wanted a, wants a safer game and they're going to have safe equipment, particularly helmets with all we know about head injuries today. Uh, the AAF, I don't know if we want to use their helmets. I don't know how safe they were. Uh, so if, you know, the XFL talking about how they want to go a different direction with helmet technology, I, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure if I could trust this whole, uh, whole report. Well, apparently included in this, in this, uh, purchase for gear, helmets, shoulder pads, tackling dummies, and other equipment, which will include hundreds of rolls of athletic tape. <laughs> I don't know why I believe that. I don't know why PFT specifically cited hundreds of rolls of athletic tape, but uh, the the good thing is though that this purchase uh, will go to the, all those people that the AAF stiffed, or at least some of them. Uh, drop in the bucket though, from what we've heard that they owe. Uh, the only question I really had about this, Jake, was: Is this you know? Is there any kind of stigma or bad juju associated with this AAF equipment? Does it? Is it like? Is it maybe cursed? Because, you know, some people are very superstitious and might not want to be associated with that league at all. You know, there, there's a lot of things I believe in uh, in real life, like Bigfoot, Nessie, and the Chupacabra. Chupacabra, to name a few, but I, I do not believe in uh, voodoo or, or bad, you know, bad mojo coming from old athletic equipment. What about hundreds of rolls of evil athletic tape? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say it's evil. It's I, a, I really would. It sounds like a really Not good the tape. I would say. It sounds like a really good uh, like Disney Channel football teen movie. It, it sounds like the plot to an episode of Even Stevens. <laughs> curse, is what it sounds like. The curse of the football <laughs> equipment. Um, <laughs> The XFL, uh, Alpha Entertainment, more specifically the parent company, uh, the um, uh, Umbrella Corporation, will be purchasing these uh, this gear, and uh, it's uh, really interesting uh, to think about. But no one will notice by the time we're playing, unless some jerk, you know, you're watching a game at the bar and says, "Look at all that AAF gear they're wearing out there." <laughs> well, that old tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always buy new. <laughs> Yeah, there's certain things you want to buy new, but I, I don't think athletic tape is necessarily one of them. Yeah. Uh, what, well, yeah, it's, it's not used athletic tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, after the game, put that athletic tape back on the roll. We're pinching pennies tonight. Well, I have to say two things. At least, not, at least, it, at least, well, they didn't say it, but I assume athletic undergarments aren't included here like jock straps or anything and it's and they're buying this stuff it's not being leased vince this is a, a straight buy yeah <laughs> the equipment <laughs> well i mean this worked for the little giants uh and they you know they won their game with, with a lot pract- at least practicing what a lot of used equipment so uh so there's that there is that. Uh, that was that's a that's a fun story that came out that for some reason I think I think oh, who would 
care about that. But <laughs> I just think people love writing about the AAF what? now. That's Do you all- think some stooge reported that? Is that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Bryant reported this. I think it is people like Bryant who just love to bring up the AAF now that it's gone. <laughs> yeah, they just right. they just want to talk about. I don't know. I have. I don't know. I would. Uh, it's fun though. It is fun to talk about. All right. The second part of our cover to this week, we got our last head coach general manager, June Jones. So we talked a little bit about offensive whiz, been around for a long time, been everywhere. And uh, he's now in Houston as the head man there. And with a USFL background, I mean, you've got the history of what the gamblers there, I believe, were the USFL team vids. You've got uh, a, a lot of people excited in H-Town for the XFL. And you could tell because when June Jones got to town, not only were they you know, just there for the press conference, but everybody was wearing Hawaiian shirts to welcome the coach uh, from who lives in Hawaii in, in his in his. You know, non-football coach in time. He's a big Hawaiian guy. Coached at Hawaii. And, I mean, even Oliver Luck was wearing the awesome XFL Hawaiian shirt, which we absolutely need to get. Or we need to get Bryant on making us our own show Hawaiian shirts for sure. Yeah, that's been his gimmick for quite some time. In fact, we you know even when he was coaching at SMU, uh, he was wearing Hawaiian shirts. Uh, so I, lo- I love the fact, you know, that he's, he's bringing his brand to, to the XFL, and I love, I like his brand. That's the cool lot. thing. H- how about it, though? Coaches in the XFL, most of them have brands. I I, I dig that. June Jones, Bob Stoops, Jim Jim Zorn, distinct brands. Winston Moss, even a coach that a lot of people never even heard of, but right away he lets you know his brand as well. All these guys have a style. Do you think that it's going to be mandatory for the Houston coaching staff to dress like they're at the Pro Bowl for every game? <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was like. Everybody was dressed like it was the Pro Bowl. It was awesome. I, 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 I'm loving the, the style. But, of course, the expertise, it just fits like a glove in the XFL, the uh, offensive uh innovator june jones and he was kind of talking about just how he's come up with a lot of the coaches in this league and they've all been talked about in the same ways they've all been guys who think you know offensively and have been involved in some of the innovations in the game over the last 20 or 30 years even he he brought up you know coaching with Stoops or against Stoops and Tressman and Gilbride. He has experience with the guys he's going to be coaching against. So I, I think the familiarity between all these coaches as well is something to get excited about. This is going to be real competition and gamesmanship among all eight of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, you know, at the beginning, you know, these guys, they, you know, it's an elite group to, you know, to be a head coach of a professional football team. Uh, these guys, you know, they're familiar with each other and they're competitive. You know, in this league, you know, you're not doing this, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, because you're happy to have a job. You're doing this because you want to win and you love the game. And that's what all these guys have in common. I can't wait to see them duke it out in uh, in this chess match we call football. And the the real headline, I guess, that most people were reporting on after the press conference was – a quote June Jones gave after the press conference to a reporter asking about a quarterback that June Jones recently coached for about six weeks up in Canada. 
named John Manziel. And June Jones seems to think that Johnny Football is going to be up for grabs and in the player pool. Here's the quote. He said, quote, I had Johnny in Hamilton. And John Football was in Hamilton for like a hot second, remember, before he got traded to Montreal. He said, I enjoyed the five or six weeks with him. He played very good for me. Actually, Johnny is an interesting guy. He's competitive. He's proven that he has won. He's just been through a lot these last three or four years. That's kind of a league decision there. But definitely, I assume that he'll be in the draft pool. I assume that. Now, we know what we say, Jake, whenever you assume something. But in this case, do you think that's a good assumption? It's fine to assume that, uh, you know, with his past uh, legal troubles, I guess that would be the only thing really keeping him out of contention for this. He's, you know, somehow still a name. Uh, you get him in, you know, in the state of Texas, and there's automatically going to be a good bit of interest on him. But he did play for Memphis most recently in, what, one game? Uh, I, I think maybe maybe two games. So, yeah, he's he's still a name out there, and uh, I mean, I just don't know if there's anything left. You know, if people are thinking about you know Texas A and M days. D- didn't didn't do anything in the NFL. Uh, apparently, in the CFL, which I, I do not watch, but it didn't sound like he did much there. And then in Memphis, that that really wasn't his fault. It's a guy we're going to be bringing up a lot because he's got the name value, but I'm starting to think more and more that, the, like you said, Jake, there's not much left, and he's kind of been exposed as a guy who's really not going to be the caliber of player, that, especially in this league, that you're going to want at quarterback. I think there's too many mistakes happening in that style of game, a little too reckless and uh, not as polished as I think June Jones or some of these coaches are going to want their quarterbacks to be. How about you, Vince? Yeah, this guy's star burned out, you know, quite some time ago. Uh, and, and I think J- Jake's right here. You know, in College Station, Texas, uh, he he's still, you know, a, a legend. You know, he, he had a, a whirly bird of a game against Alabama. But, you know, outside of that uh, and, and that one season, you know, it, this guy doesn't really mean much. His, his name value isn't getting me excited. I don't think it's going to get, you know, the general public excited either. Yeah. And you could tell the stars faded because I normally would have been playing the Johnny football theme song there, Vince, but um, I'm over it. (laughs) I'm not even going to play it anymore. Uh, We've played, I think every time we've talked about him on this show, we've played that little ditty. Um, But uh, John football brought up there for June Jones. That was kind of the headline everyone was talking about, but also, what I'm I'm interested in this past week when it comes to the coaches is the staffs are piling up now. Everybody's putting their teams together. June Jones hasn't been able to get to that yet, but you see Jerry Glanville officially the Tampa Bay defensive coordinator, Vince. Oh, my God. Jerry freaking Glanville. <laughs> Hell, yeah. All right. This guy here, you know, you know wh- what a talker. Great talker. Uh, tons of NFL experience. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that, but you know, I, I'm excited for this guy. Uh, he, he's got passion for the game. I can't wait to see him in action. I'm guessing he's definitely in his seventies. 
but that's oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'm excited for Mark Tressman's team because it's him and all his CFL buddies. Tampa Bay is going to play football like there's only three downs. It's going to be really interesting to see that team. No, that's cool. Jerry Glanville uh, catching some eyeballs there. He's joining that staff. They've got their OC as well, who's Jamie Elizondo from uh, the CFL as well. So they've got both coordinators in Tampa, in Seattle. You've got a defensive coordinator, Clinton Lopez, but no OC. Uh, St. Louis, also uh, Jonathan Hayes made some hires. He has his defensive coordinator, who will be his brother, Jay Hayes. Uh, Jake, what do you think of hiring your your siblings to coach alongside you when you're putting your staff together? It's his it's his choice. He is the GM as well. This is his brother, you said? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, everybody says don't hire family, but you know, if you if you grew up with your brother playing football, uh, you know, roughhousing in the backyard, you may be on the same page. Uh, but, you know, it's his team. You picked him to be the head coach and the general manager, so you gave him the power. So you, you got to live with it. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I, would Kevin O'Shea have ever hired Danny O'Shea as an, as an offensive coordinator? I mean, it's, we don't know. Maybe he, they he have. <laughs> maybe they well, I guess have it was, really it was the reverse of that. But yeah, he did just have really old notebooks full of plays, you know, from <laughs> years ago that they're ready to bust out that trap it always comes back down to little giants for some reason and then we talked about how mummy uh the innovator of offense and the air raid joining the dallas staff which is star-studded bob stoops how mummy daryl johnston director of player personnel a position that we talked about a lot last week and those roles are being filled on other teams as well um but there are still some xfl teams with no staff uh, Houston, of course, they just hired their coach, but L.A., Winston Moss has been there for a couple weeks, hasn't hired anyone just yet. Um, in uh, New York, you've got almost all the roles filled except the O.C., but I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Gilbride is his own offensive coordinator, Vince. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't I didn't consider that, but, I, you know, you got to think about that for a lot of these guys. June Jones, you know, he's calling his own plays. We know, we know that. Um, yeah, I, I could see that happening in several situations here. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if June Jones hires an OC just to be the head coach in waiting. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, living in Hawaii, how and also with his his track record, how much, how long is June Jones going to give you? I'd say probably three years max. Um, and you know, he and he'll he'll ride off into the sunset. Or the the beaches of Hawaii, but uh, these XFL staffs are filling up, and we'll uh, be talking about them more and more as more roles get filled. Um, real quick, back out to DC as well. They they're yet to get their uh, offensive court. Nope, they do. They have Tanner Angstrand. Uh, they have their defensive corner as well, Jeffrey Fitzgerald. So they're just filling out other roles, uh, assistant spots. Their football ops guy and or girl and director player personnel. So. Uh, these roles will be filled and we will be discussing them as they uh, get filled. But uh, that's everything on the coaching and staff front for this week. Uh, before we move on to our special interview with our our patron who's been uh, so generous and uh, gave to us now for, uh, I think, over a month and has earned the right to be a part of the show uh, because, you know, you get all awesome perks when you join our Patreon. Uh, not only do you get, you know, when you really give like 
our friend Keenan, uh, we're going to talk to you get to be a part of the show, but other stuff like our weekly episodes, uh, especially the show that I think a lot of people are enjoying and, and a lot of the people give to the Patreon just for this show that this is not the XFL show, which, uh, I'm happy to say I pretty much hosted my damn self this week, Jake, until you wrote in and tried to steal my, my spotlight. Well, I was rolling down the road, and uh, you know, I figured I better call in and try to rein you in a little bit. <laughs> we have fun though, and we talk about on that show was, all, all the football outside of the XFL in the world, and we relate it to the XFL as well. So, if you wanted to hear, for for instance, uh, me ranting about the CFL, but in a way that relates to the XFL, because this week I really broke down their new collective bargaining agreement and what their strategy seems to be because they see the XFL coming, uh, you'll want to listen to that show, and that's exclusively on our Patreon. So Patreon's where it's at to get the full experience of this is the XFL show, and when you give uh, and you are so generous like someone like Keenan here that we're going to talk to, you get to be on the show, and we're going to talk to him right now. Now, this is one of the coolest stories. He is a college football player. You're going to hear about his story, his background, and his plans. And we're also going to get his thoughts on the XFL. And also, before we get to it, let me remind any players out there like Keenan that if you are a college football player looking to play in the XFL, maybe, there's an open application on XFL.com for you to sign up for summer showcases. The summer showcases coming up in the eight cities are invite only for pros. But if you're a college player, you you can sign up and and wait for an invite. So fill out your application, get your name out there, and uh, maybe the XFL will send you one of those invites. They've already started going out. So be sure to do that if you're a player and listening to the show at XFL.com. Uh, one of those players who is going to do that is our guest right now. His name is uh, Keenan, or I think he's Keenan Football on, on Twitter. And uh, he's one of our patrons. And we're going to send you to our conversation with him about the XFL right now. Let's get right into it, Keenan. You... Uh... You are one of our most generous and gracious and uh, dedicated patrons on the Patreon. Uh, we hope you're enjoying the show. Obviously, you did enough to join the Patreon. Uh, let's start with the XFL itself. Tell us why you're so hyped for the XFL, if you are at all, or do you just hate listening to us every week? <laughs> no, 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 not, not at all. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember the uh, the first time, the first one. So, um yeah, I'm pretty interesting to see how things are going to pan out, you know, the second time around. And, um, you know, it's just good to have another, you know, alternative to the NFL. Yeah. Now, Keenan, I wanted to ask you, are, are you in one of the markets where, uh, you know, this iteration of the XFL is going to have a franchise or do you, you know, support one of the teams in those markets already? Um, I am, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles. I, I don't, you know, I'm in the same boat as everyone else. I, I don't, uh, quite yet know what you know what the team's going to be called, but uh, you know as long as it's a an LA team, I'll rally behind them. All right, so good. You're XFL LA all the way, like Bryant and I. Oh yeah. Okay, good. That's good to know. Are you hoping they're called the LA Extreme, like I am? Yeah, yeah. That that, that would be nostalgic. It'd be nice to you know we go back to you know how things once were, but I have a feeling they're gonna they're gonna switch it up on us. Yeah, I unfortunately do as well. I'm hoping it's something good. Jake's real big on the team names and jerseys. He thinks that's the most important thing. What do you think's most important? We've had some 
big coaching hires? We're waiting on players, or or is it jerseys and team names? What do you think is the, the biggest thing the XFL needs to get right? Uh, well, well, obviously, uh, you know the you know the the, the front office and, and the roster is a big deal. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter. You know, the the, the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the um, you Brand, know the aesthetics. Yeah, the know, branding of the secondary. teams and whatnot. Yeah, right. Yeah, as long as as long as we got a good front office, you know, as long as we got some experience and you know some uh, some players that can actually play, you know, I think I think that's that's a great start. Now, now, Keenan, uh, qu- question for you: You being in LA, are you, I'm assuming you're a big football fan now. Uh, is there any particular teams or pr- particular levels of football that you follow? Do you follow it all? Uh, and, and what are are you really looking forward to uh, that's being going to be so different in the XFL from the football you currently watch? Uh, that's a good question. Um, it's different. Uh, to, to be honest, I, I, I'm just happy to have, you know, um, football in the spring, you know, that's, um, you know, I don't, I don't really care, um, you know, too much about, you know, the rule changes, you know, as long you know, football's football, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, just bring on, bring it on, more of it. it absolutely. Yeah. Which, which is why people need to be watching the CFL. I've been telling them it's football, Keenan, and nobody's joining me. <laughs> You need to get on the CFL bandwagon if, you know, at least for the next year till the XFL arrives. Um, but I see on uh, on your Twitter we've been, you know, going back and forth with you. And uh, you play some wide receiver, huh? Yeah, yeah I, play, I play a little football, yeah. Are you currently playing uh, college ball? Uh, yes, I am. I nice. Am, as a matter of fact. Awesome. Where at? Yeah. Uh, I'm down in uh, Orange County at uh, Santa Ana College. Oh, very cool! Very cool. Did you apply to uh, get to one of these summer uh, summer uh, showcases in the XFL at all? Because you know they're allowing college players to to showcase their skills. Yes, yes, that that would be nice. I, I did put my name in that hat, so you know I'm just patiently waiting, just like everybody else. I don't. I, I saw that. Um, a few uh, NFL free agents, you know, have uh, you know got received their invites, um, but I haven't heard of uh, I haven't heard anything from from the college guys yet. So I'm guessing they're going to start with with the free agent stuff and then work their way down to the college guys. Yeah, man. Well, we wish you all the luck for sure. That's uh, yeah. The invites are going out to the uh, veterans and guys with the pro experience, and then college players are being encouraged to apply at XFL.com. And uh, you, that's awesome. You did that. That's really cool, man. We're we'll be rooting for you for sure, especially as our first uh, player guest on the show officially. I guess Jake, right? Yeah, and uh, Keenan, I wanted to ask you something else. I mean, you said you're part of a you know you're part of a squad. Did the other you know your teammates? Did they know about the XFL? Do you see branding? Uh, you know, in your market, is this something that people are gonna? They're not going to know about until, you know, uh, February 2020. Or do you sense that because a team is coming to uh, coming back to L.A. that people are aware of this and looking forward to it? Yeah, I, I think people are, are, are looking. I think they're aware of it. You know, I think that the AAF, you know, kind of, you know, cracked that door a little bit. Um, you know, so I, I think, the you know, the, the next best thing, I guess, in, 
under these circumstances is XFL. So yeah, people, people, I, I don't think they're, you know, as excited uh, for the XFL as they are the, the NFL, but I think it's just like with the AAF. I think once they start, you know, once it starts, you know, popping up on television and everything, I think people are going to, you know, jump on board. Yeah, so maybe the AAF cracked that door, but hopefully the XFL is going to break it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think I just read somewhere that uh, XFL picked up, like, some of the old AAF gear, like some helmets and some um, and some helmets and some pads and stuff. So, I, I, you know, I think, I, think, um, I think that they're serious, you know. Um, I've I've been hearing like uh you know a little chatter here and there about you know oh you know it's gonna fold you know just like the AF and but I I don't think so that's that's just my opinion. What about your teammates? I mean you you're you're around football people a lot. If you're part of a team, what are they thinking about the league? Uh, well, most of my team, well, all of my teammates are younger, so um, they're not really too keen on it at this point. You know, I, I think the only reason I am is because I actually remember the first iteration. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I think once it starts popping up on TV and stuff and on, you know, um, sports center, I think everyone will jump on the bandwagon. That's going to be crucial. Yeah. For, especially to get the young bucks, uh, you know, aware of the brand for sure. It's getting sports center is going to go a long way. What'd you think of the TV deal when it was announced? I, I was blown away. I was shocked. I think we all were, huh? It's a pretty, pretty tremendous deal. They got Fox and ABC pretty, ESPN. Pretty huge. Pretty huge, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be big, and we've been we were anticipating that thing for a long while. Uh, so I want to I want to ask you. You know, you've been listening to the show. How long have you been listening to the show, man? Have you been with us since day one? Did you catch us uh, pretty recently? I I jumped on board uh, when you guys started doing uh, this. Is not the XFL when you guys mm-hmm. started doing those. So I want to say uh, maybe for about a month. It's been about a month. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're about a month or two into that show. That thing's going off the rails sometimes. It's so fun, though. I got to, I don't know if you heard this mm-hmm. past week. That's where I got real nerdy CFL. They left me all by my lonesome. I should have hit you up, Keenan. I could have used the backup. <laughs> Vince Vince was caught sleeping. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, a, it was a long week. <laughs> I bet. I'll leave it at that. Well, well Keenan, so you're a loyal listener, man. You've, you've, Earn this form you've you've given to us generously, so we'll, we'll give you the space here. Is there anything maybe we don't say we haven't caught yet, or something you got to get off your chest that you want to say about the league? An idea, a thought you have about the XFL? Uh, yeah, you know, I think. Um, let's see. I think uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to come off like too preachy or anything, um, but you know, I I think. Um, I think maybe you guys could maybe reach out to like, um, you know, one of the aspiring guys, you know, or maybe like a couple of them. I'm kind of like what you're doing now, I guess, <laughs> you know, just, uh, you know, reach out to them and, you know, kind of like do like a one-on-one type thing. You know, ask them, you know, where they hoping to get out of the experience well, and whatnot. Well, Keenan, I don't know if you caught our Twitter uh, as of the, you know, today, the day we're taping this thing this Friday, but, uh, we put out a tweet, ask soliciting that very thing, uh, hitting up anybody who's been invited or seeking an invite to the summer showcases, and never ever have our DMs or mess or notifications on Twitter blown up the way we are. We got a lot of players reaching out, uh, wanted to tell their story and talk about these summer showcases, just like you did with us today. So we're looking for 
looking to do just that, man. We're going to have some uh, players on, and uh, we might even have a players-only week coming up very soon, very, very soon, maybe even next week. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of guys out there, a lot of talented guys out there, try, you know, just trying to get their foot in the door. That's the cool thing about it. And, uh, you know, players like you, uh, you know, they're grinding and, and they're just looking for a shot. And this is this is going to be it this summer, man. So uh, we appreciate you giving to the Patreon and we're real, we'll be rooting hard for you. You keep us posted on everything going on with you. Yeah, I, I, I sure will. You, I sure will, you guys. And I, I think that I think that segment, too, is just going to I think what's going to come along with this league isn't just, you know, your you know, your average, you know, college player that grinded his way to, to the pros. But I think um, as you guys start in, interviewing, you know, the, the different guys, I think what's going to be you're going to find the most interesting is each one of these guys has a unique story. And I think it's going to be I think I think there's going to be a, I think it's great when you can, uh, you know, when there's a, a story, a, a story of a triumph, you know, and, and, and passion that comes along with, you know, um, you know, wh- what these guys are, are trying to do. Um, because obviously, you know, they're, they're not, you know, in the league, but this is like, they're, you know, there, there hasn't been a second chance, you know, like this before. So I think be, because of that unique situation, I think there's, you're going to be, you guys are going to be hearing a, a lot of unique and interesting stories. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it and hopefully we'll find some, I mean, there's going to be, if the league's successful and some of these players make it, the movies are made of this kind of stuff, man. Cause that's the stuff, that's <laughs> what people exactly, want to hear about. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the story, Vince. It's all about, you know, the, the garbage man who, who went to tryouts one year at summer showcases and became an XFL star. That's what it's all yeah, about. That, that, that's a exactly or, to, or, or really. the guys like, like me and uh, uh, Vince Papale. Have, have you guys seen uh, In- Invincible? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, you know, I, I think there might even be a few of those few of us in there. Well, uh, I can't. I can't wait, man. We're gonna hear all these different stories. Uh, you, you, so you're last before we let you go. Let's get into yours real quick before we let you go. So you're saying you're sure. playing with a bunch of younger guys there, at college football. Uh, may I ask how how much older than these guys are you? How old are you? <laughs> I, I got them beat by a couple decades. Hell yeah! What are you? You're, are you a thirty thirty <laughs> something year old college player? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, 43 in December. That's what I'm talking about, man. I'm a, I'm a 30-something college student myself as well. I'm not playing any ball. Okay. Although you might inspire me. I think, you know what, Vince Jake? I'm going to go try out for Pitt. Do they still uh, take better, a walk? They maybe take think a, about that in a couple more years. Are they taking walk-ons? <laughs> oh, yeah, still. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I hear they're looking to replace the water boy. Uh, well, uh, they could always use a good fullback, and I, you might, uh, that, that might fit you. Well, you know, if I play fullback, I won't have a shot at the XFL because there ain't going to be no fullbacks in this league. I don't think we don't know that for sure. We don't know that for sure. All right. Well, uh, so well, I got one last question. Yeah, go ahead for Keenan before we get out of here. Uh, uh, sure. So I believe that you can. I don't know if you can purchase season tickets yet, but you could at least get on a waiting list, from what I understand. Uh, do you or anybody that you know does that have to necessarily be your teammates? But anybody that you know already jumped on that LA uh, bandwagon for season tickets yet? Not yet, not yet. But what I'm hearing is, for whatever reason, you know. Uh, for a lot of the fans, this is important, but a lot of people want to know, you know, before they make that commitment for whatever reason, they want to know what the team's going to be called and, and what the logo is going to look like. 
account. I don't know what that's, that has that's, to do with. That's very fair. Sales, but <laughs> that's the feedback I'm getting. Yeah, LA is weird, right? Yeah, well, the, the yeah. thing also, Vince, I mean, Keenan's also looking to make the LA team possibly first, and then he could worry about season tickets. He might even get some of his comps, right? I hope so. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, man. Well, we'll be, be, we'll be uh, rooting for you to get uh, that invite, and if not, you know, keep killing it and representing the 30 year olds in college and, uh, and, and 40s. And, for, 40s. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, man, we'll, uh, we'll be. We'll be giving you all all you want on Patreon. If you need anything specific from us on the Patreon, uh, all that content's for for you and uh, patrons like you because you guys make the show possible. So we thank you eternally grateful for everything uh, you're doing for the Patreon. And uh, we look forward to talking to you some more in the future for sure. The same hand. And thank you guys. I really appreciate it for the pleasure. Right on, man. And uh, you know what? You want to plug anything before you get out of here? You got any any websites, uh, uh, social media, whatever? It's your forum. Yeah, uh, my my Twitter is uh, football football that Keenan, uh, and Instagram is uh, football that Keenan. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Twitter is uh, Keenan 1976, and uh, Instagram is uh, football that Keenan. So yeah, make sure you log on and check those out, and I update those frequently. All right, man. We, well, we are giving you the follow, and uh, we appreciate you following us, Keenan. Uh, good luck, and uh, we'll catch you down the road. Hey, I'll see you guys. Thanks again. And there you have it, our conversation with, what'd you call him, Vince? The modern-day Chris... Chris Winky. Winky, yes. He won the Heisman? He was a Heisman winner, wasn't he? Yeah. I think he won it, yeah. And well, the national championship that year. Keenan. So he said he's a college ball player going on 43. I misheard him. Receiver. I misheard him and thought he said 33. A 43 is a whole diff- different ball game, and he's still playing out there with a bunch of young cats. Uh, God love him for giving to the Patreon, helping us out, and talking some XFL there with a college ball player who has filled out the application as I think all any football player should fill that application out at XFL.com. <laughs> Why wouldn't you take a chance? Drew Brees taking a chance. Any, any player. I mean, especially if you're in the vicinity where they're going to be having one of these showcases. You no, know, J- Drew Brees would be ineligible though, Vince, because only college players are allowed to go fill out the application. Pros, you got to get the invite, and usually oh, that goes through the agent. Okay. Yeah, so the the summer showcase invites are coming out. Uh, we'll get into the summer showcase some more here in a second, but just again, thanks so much to Football Keenan for for joining us there, giving to the Patreon, and uh, and helping us spread the word about the Patreon because it's really uh, been awesome doing all the bonus content. And now we actually did put out this tweet that is just, I mean, it's our Twitter. I, I have, I have now a backlog of messages that uh, Bryant and I are going to go through because I know you two don't even know how to use Twitter and we're going to have to go and reach out to all the players. I mean, who would have thunk I, we put out the message. If you are looking to get invited or have been invited to the summer showcases, we want to hear from you. And Twitter's just going nuts and everybody's reaching out. And I'll say it right here as well. If you're listening and you are a football player, college, you're a pro, whatever, 
and you're looking to get to the summer showcases, you have a story or you have been invited, we want to hear from you because we want to hear those stories and we want to we want to know the players as they uh, get ready to join the XFL because we're covering it all. We've been covering coaches and GMs and presidents for weeks and weeks and weeks. You forget this is a, a, a dang football show, Jake. We want to talk some players. Yeah, we do. Uh, if you're out there, let us know. We want to see what it's like. Still, don't, right? We still don't know if it's open to the public, right? I mean, you know, for viewing wise, at least. Uh, it it is going to be open to the media. I know for sure, and media, I know okay. for sure we are going to be a, a, at some of these summer showcases covering it for you. So even if you can't make it, you can't go sit in the stands and and watch the summer showcases, which won't be underwear Olympics. Don't forget, Jake. They're going to be more than a combine. But if you can't make it, we'll be there covering it for you to let you know all about it. Uh, it's going to be a blast, these eight these eight uh, stops, these eight combines. We're hoping to make at least two, maybe three, maybe more. Who knows? Anything could happen. But so cool to be talking to players. And uh, look for next week. We're going to be uh, talking to some players right here on the main show, on Patreon. You might even call it players only, Vince. Yeah, I like that. Players only. I, I, man, I wish I would have asked Keenan about the Oklahoma drill and what he thought about that getting banned from the NFL this week. I don't know. I definitely don't expect an Oklahoma drill yeah, in the XFL. Well, I I don't know about that. It's still football. It is. If Jerry Glanville has anything to say about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Bob Stoops. <laughs> there will be an oaky drill. All right. Let's get into the, the summer showcases in detail with uh, a, a formal setting here as we discuss all the new things we've learned this past week about them in this week's hot read. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Hey, Rick Flair! Rick Flair. Pepper, flip, caliber. Motown, happy, jolly, drunk, buster. Miller, Tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. We need G! We need you to fuck Hey, The invites are going out, and... People are getting excited because they're going to get a chance to put their their skills to the test and get evaluated to be in the XFL. The summer showcases are upon us, and Oliver Luck has uh, put out some more details. A cool video with him and Doug Whaley came out this week on XFL social media, guys. But also in speaking uh, with the media, Oliver Luck said that about 100 players per showcase, which we knew, but he said he thinks about 90, maybe even 95 of them are going to be pros, guys with experience. And then the rest will be a small group of current college football players that we've been talking about, people who are going to be filling out those applications, fighting for a spot. Oliver Luck said a college kid could come to our showcase, get all the testing, and not in any way put his eligibility in jeopardy, which once again, I reiterate, Vince, why wouldn't you fill that application out knowing that? Yeah, um, unless you're going to get heat from your your current coach. Why would you? That'd be awful if a coach got upset at you about that. I don't know, risking injury or something? I don't don't know. I mean, do you think... Trevor Lawrence is, is filling out an application right now. He should <laughs> be. He should be because the thing is, if you're a football player, you must you must exercise all options, weigh them all, test all the waters, 
Just know all the things in front of you just in case you never know in this business. Why wouldn't he? Travis Etienne, Jalen Hurts, go do it. I mean, Jalen, if you're listening, go fill out the application and go to one of the summer showcases. Well, I, I, Jalen Hurts, I actually think should. He so should. I'll, 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 I'll leave that one. Do there. you think Lincoln Riley is going to encourage him to do it, knowing that Bob Stoops is there? In I don't. I don't know. I, I still don't quite understand that transfer. What? Like why it was allowed? No, I just don't. I just. I'm surprised Lincoln Riley's that interested in him. Oh, uh, are you gonna be? You're, you're really gonna be surprised when Jalen Hurts wins the Heisman because I won't. I be. would. I will be shocked. I will not be. <laughs> I will. I. I will stand on my head and, <laughs> and who knows what. Kyler Murray could come out of nowhere like that. I, I don't know. Uh, but we, we digress, Jake. Uh, Oliver Luck has put out some more info as well. He said the XFL is going to be signing these players. After the last summer showcase, which is on July 13th. So we are less than two months away, I think, from getting our first signees to the XFL. Yeah, like we said last week, uh, it's probably not going to be tier one guys. But yeah, just a little over, what, let's just just say two months. I mean, we don't know if they're going to be offering contracts on July 14th. But, you know, that's the end of the showcase. So it's going to be sometime. Uh, after that, at least. So, yeah, you got a hundred guy. You got eight hundred guy, basically coming out here. You think you're going to be able to find somebody that you're willing to uh, to offer some money to? If you got a guy running a four one forty at any of these things, you sign him before July fourteenth. Um, one of the uh, also the probably I think the the biggest thing that Oliver Luck said about the summer showcases that I took was that there will be no jumping ship from the XFL after the draft. Now, players before the draft are going to be able to maybe get the call from the NFL or get advice and think that they might be able to make the NFL, and that'll be cool for them to leave. But if someone signs with the XFL and gets drafted, there's no jumping ship. Here's the exact quote from Oliver Luck. If a guy signs with us and then three weeks later, prior to our draft, has an opportunity to go to an NFL team, we'll say, take the opportunity. After the draft, we'll expect those players to stay. If they think they have an opportunity in the NFL, they have to do that before the draft. Fair Is that fair enough, Vince? Well, I think it's a fair thing to ask, but I don't know. I'm interested to see how they're going to ensure that that's the case. Is there going to be a contract that they got to sign? Um, it's certainly not a contract binding enough that some NFL money couldn't get the player out of. I, I, it just seems. You know, what, if, like, what if it's just like, a handshake deal? It, it could be, it but you know, be. handshake, handshake deals have been broken. There are not going to be handshake deals. These are going to be contracts signed. I'm sure in the. I mean, these contracts will be signed before dra- the drafts, but they probably will have you know wording in them that say once you are drafted to a team, you are expected to honor this draft. I would hope so. And I'm sure so. I'm, I'm positive that is... Why wouldn't that be the case? But if it isn't, that could be an issue. More concern uh, for the XFL here also with guys who are going to fit the mold. Uh, Oliver Luck said they're not worried about signing guys with local notoriety, a la the AAF. Uh, this is going to be all about signing guys who fit the scheme, and not just team scheme, but the scheme of the league, Vince, which... It makes all the sense in the world, right? I mean, who cares if a guy played 
somewhere close to Dallas, you care if the guy can play in a fast-paced, good, crisp football league. Oh, I, I agree with you, but it's still at the same time, we don't know what the rules are. We don't know what the exact pacing uh, of the game is. Yeah, I mean, I know we've had some some games tested in the lab, but we still don't know for sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm still chomping at the bit to find out what these rules are. Um, but uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I agree with you. They're going to want guys who who have a you know a sufficient gas tank that could go for a long time. Um, but you know, still at the same time, it's still football. They're going to need all kinds of play. Guys like with feet like Bryant, right, Jake? Uh, that's definitely one way to look at it. Uh, guys that aren't going to be blown up after, you know, the first series. It's all about – I mean, I don't want to say it's all about cardio. I mean, you know, the AAF, they, they had a faster game, but it's not going to be as fast. At least I don't think it's going to be as fast as, as the XFL. So, yeah, you know, it's going to be a fast-paced game. You need to stay up, but I, I really don't think it's going to be that – this isn't the biggest rule change that they're going to make that can uh, put players out of eligibility. And Vince, here's the kicker for you. A component of the summer showcases will be seven-on-seven drills. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, Oliver Luck, I believe it was, said it last week. Uh, he said that, you know, it's going to be more than just uh, – you know, drills, you know, we're going to have official measurements. Uh, we know that. But there's, it, he alluded to some sort of, you know, in-game situations. And I brought up seven on seven and my voice was heard. And that's the big thing about the XFL is they are listening. They're listening. If you have an idea, please tell them. And, and they may take it under consideration. Uh, and that's why this seven on seven is going to be implemented here. You're going to get a good look. Of, of what the skill position players uh, can do, offense and defense, the kind of quickness they have, how they do in an in-game situation. I love this. This is what the NFL combine should be more like, in my opinion. This is where, uh, you know, we see a lot of that stuff at, like, senior bowl events and, and, and things of that nature, uh, high school combines. Uh, th- this is good stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see this kind of thing. And I think that's how the XFL is really going to get a good look and find out if these guys can play or not. Because just running straight ahead for 40 yards with no pads is not enough to determine uh, if a player's got it or not. What about, well, ti- we know- what about timed written tests, Vince? Do you think they should have those at the summer showcases? Timed written tests? Well, like, like the uh, Wonderlick. Uh, they'll probably have something similar. Sorry, Jake, I cut you off. I, I was just going to say, this is not going to be the underwear <laughs> here. I, I really like that line they do. that Oliver do. Luck gave us. Uh, that was Doug Whaley, I think, gave oh, us. Oh, Doug the, Whaley, yeah. okay. The, do you like that? Oliver Luck gave us your other favorite, verified measurements. Yeah, you know, it's... <laughs> Put up or shut up. Yeah, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna go to this thing, you're gonna have to come back to your hometown, and there's not gonna be any second guess. No. <laughs> uh, a lot of tall tales could be debunked. We're gonna be. <laughs> We're gonna be Guys talking. Claiming that they have a 42 inch waist, are really gonna get exposed. Friends <laughs> could be friendships, you know, 20 plus years down the drain. We're gonna be talking to some players coming up, and 
I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell our, our friends that we're gonna our friend that are players that are gonna be on the show. You know, work on that work on that gut. Make sure you know you're honest about about that waistline. Make sure you're yeah, honest we, about that forty time. You're honest about those biceps, that neck. Be, be yeah, we, we we should make them come prepared with with some of their measurements, and then we'll find out if they're telling the truth. <laughs> come the showcase. <laughs> I know what you want. You want me to get their measurements before we have them on the show, so I can introduce them with their measurements. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wrist 18. <laughs> Neck 32. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, we, we, as we get silly and wind down the hot read, just some quick uh, names that we've heard uh, through the grapevine have gotten invites uh, to the summer showcases. Not 100% verified on some of these, but I've seen the uh, some of them have taken the email snapshot they've received from Eric Galco uh, and, uh, you know, on social media. That media, they're hyped. These guys are hyped to get the invite when they should be. Uh, players like Christian Morris, a tackle uh, who played at Ole Miss, played at Tennessee State, and most recently with the Memphis Express, an AAF player. Brandon Napoleon, a cornerback who played at Kansas Wesleyan on social media, talking about how he got an invite. Fabian Guerra, a wide receiver with the Memphis Express. Tyler Steven Rousa, or Rasa, Rousa, Raw USA, Boise State kicker. Getting an invite. Herbert Moore, defensive tackle, played at Ole Miss. SEC caliber player. Anthony Johnson, a defensive lineman who went to FIU. And a former Orlando Apollos player who also played at FIU. Jacoby Smith, an offensive lineman, got the invite. So you're seeing AAF players. Vince, get those get those emails from uh, Mr. Galco and the, and the league. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully, you know, we get more and more talent in there. Uh, some hungry guys. I think that's maybe more, even more important. And uh, we're hoping to talk to some of these these hungry players. We want to hear their stories, and uh, we're going to be really digging into that next week. And and we'll also, you know, give you any updates on names that come out that we hear about uh, getting invites. And if you want to get that invite, uh, all we can do is advise you to throw that tape out on the internet. Everybody's got their their highlight reels. And if you're a college player, you got the XFL.com and that application. So now's the time if you're a player. This is the moment. This is the summer to to do it. The XFL is giving a lot of people a second chance, like we talked about with Keenan earlier. It's an exciting yeah. time, I think. Yeah. And if you can't get an invite, I I would maybe even encourage you just show up at the showcase no, and, no. and challenge somebody to a race. <laughs> maybe. Maybe in the parking lot. Oh my god i i don't I don't want to I don't want to advise trespassing. But if if you if you if you really want to get there, maybe I don't know. You could uh, just run really fast around the stadium and beg them I to mean, get Vince in. I mean, Vince may know. be right. A lot of times nowadays in professional sports, the only thing that you know you need to succeed is just being in the right position at the right time. You know, you got a coach out there. Why can't anybody block this man? And, you know, you you step up and maybe you're, you know, maybe you're going to be on the squad. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's a no show. They need to fill a spot. I don't know. I don't know how. 
I don't know if that's going to work like that. That seems like something that would happen in the replacement. Yeah, that's that's, that, the, that's dedication. Though. That's something that would happen in the replacements or or something like necessary roughness in a football movie. I don't know about real life. The XFL's got a little bit more of a stable plan for these summer showcases, but uh, it's a fun time. The players are, I, I know, are getting excited because they're hitting us up and telling us, and I couldn't be more excited for them. This is going to be really cool. The summer, the summer's all about the players now that we got all the coaches. Uh, and I can't wait to talk about these coaches some more, though. We have brands to discuss, uh, schemes, Vince, and rankings to put together on these coaches. I don't know if Bryant's going to have us do it on the Patreon or as a part of a whole show, but we better be doing that soon. Yeah, I, th- I think we got to you know really dig into what each of these guys wants to do and and, and discuss how they may you know interpret these new rules. And, and implement their systems with these new rules and just reimagine the game uh, in order to get a leg up on the competition. I, I cannot wait to see what some of these guys come up with. I think it's, that is going to be really exciting to see how these guys come up with these, you know, just elaborate schemes that we've never seen before. It's going to be an innovative football league. And you could already tell because of the names that are, Hired as head coaches, and uh, and wait till we see these players now. That's the next step uh, for us. And Jake, of course, it's jerseys. By the way, if you want to hear Jake rant about jerseys and team names and colors, that's up on the Patreon this week as well. Uh, But I know Jake's excited for the players as well. Are you? Yeah, of course I'm excited for the players. But not as much as the jerseys. Not as much as the jerseys. <laughs> I'll be honest. It, I, that's all we ask for each and every week right here on This is the XFL Show. Thanks to Keenan, our special patron, and all of our patrons for giving to the show. Thanks to you for subscribing, even if you're not a patron. Uh, subscribe on any podcast platform of your choosing. We're everywhere. This is the XFL Show. Just search it and hit that subscribe button and tell your friends who love football that, hey, there's this really cool show covering each and every detail of the XFL leading up to kickoff in 2020 and beyond. That's us. We're here for you if you need us. And if you're a player, we do want to hear your story. Reach out to us on Twitter. DMs are open at XFL Show. Uh, Got anything left, guys? I think we covered it all for this week. Just can't. I'm, I'm anxiously looking forward to hearing from some of these players and the, the journey that they're about to embark on. It's all about the journey, baby. We're on one together. Thanks for riding down this road to 2020 with us. For Jake, for Vince, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.